I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Uh, now, on to Warriors v. the Knights. Now, uh, we spoke about this before the podcast, but the Warriors, yes, they're at home, but they are actually favourites. $1.55, Knights $2.45. That's, that, that is genuinely surprising to me. Uh, I think Knights are a bit of value there, but uh, like we, when you think about it, the Warriors have a new coach, a bunch of new recruits, the Knights, they've got Kalen Ponga, they've got Braley, they've got uh, Tyson Brazelopi's back. They've got like a real, like, they, their roster's good. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of it all works. Hastings. Um, how do you see this game going, Guru? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, obviously the Warriors being pretty short, I think a lot of that comes back to being a home game there. But, <coughs> mate, if, if we get to team list tomorrow and Adam Elliott's named in the 13, I'm going to be all over Newcastle at 245. I think he's carrying a bit of a groin injury at the moment. So whether he plays or not, uh, we'll see on Tuesday, but if he's playing, I really like Newcastle in that one. Yep, I'm also... I think the Knights are value. I just think the return home to New Zealand will be enough for the Warriors. I think they'll be so up for this game. Obviously, the Knights going across the Tasman there. Um, I love the Warriors' full pack. They're, mm. And it, it filled me with even more confidence for their pack. Uh, when we saw, you know, Josh Cohen was playing off the bench. Jackson Ford was starting in the trials. And again, played well. And played well. That's what I'm, So, like, there's more depth that I probably thought, you know, when Ford signed them, like, oh, you know, he might pl- plug some holes when required and that. But the fact that he's potentially leapfrogged Curran in this side, it's just a really, really dominant forward pack. And if the forward pack c- c- can win through the middle, it just makes life so much easier for them. Like, the biggest issue with the Warriors the last few years has been defensively they've been so frail if this pack can get the job done, those outside backs are going to have so much more time to get their line speed up, to make these decisions. So uh, a little bit excited for the Warriors. As you said, Kempi, a lot of new combinations. It's mm. going to take time, but the Knights have got new combinations as well. So, yeah. I mean, realistically speaking, it could be a pretty clunky affair for that reason, but yeah. uh, also a fun game to watch. I reckon that Jackson Ford, he has been underutilised by the Dragons for a long 
long Mate, time. Mate, if he goes and kills with the Warriors... I reckon there's a really good chance he does. I, I, that's outrageous. It's blown me away how the Dragons haven't used him more. Every time he comes in, he does. He runs a brilliant line. He gets through a stack of work. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me if he has got the start in front mm. of Josh Curran tomorrow. Like, well, the one thing that the Dragons need is young, dynamic forwards. And, yep. like, if he goes away, then kills it. Anyway. He's um, a local junior as well. Is he? Oh. He's from Jerringong. They've like they've let go of all these guys over the last few years. It's unbelievable. Wow. wow. From from Jerringong, it's a town of about five thousand people. There's about ten guys playing first grade from Jerringong at the moment. None of them are playing for the Dragons. It's oh. outrageous. Wow. Tyron Wishart. You've got Ruben Garrick. Uh, you've got him. Tarek Sims. Like there's so many of them around. Reese Robson. He might not be Jerringong. He's down that way. Down somewhere. that way. Yeah. Heaps mm. of them. Um. Yeah. How they let go of Reese Robson and then let go of McInnes is one of the strangest things I've ever seen. Uh, Warriors versus Knights uh, Even though I think the Knights are value Because if they click in the gear they can, they can be A genuine threat to the top 8 I still see the Warriors winning First game back at home They've been away forever I know they've played some games there last year But that'll be brought up Like It'll be important to them I really like their forward pack I think their forward pack is, is Seriously being um, Not like Underrated because we haven't started this season yet, but I don't think it's talked about enough how good that forward back can be. Like he is big, explosive. The fact that a guy like Curran is on the bench uh, is shows you how hard it is to get into that forward back. We know how good Harris is. Um, the young guy coming through, I've forgotten his name now, but he was Tom fantastic. Yeah, 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 he was unbelievable in the trials. Dylan Walker off the bench. Dylan Walker off the bench. I really think that the Warriors might shock a few people this year. I honestly. I'm excited for the Warriors. I know they played poorly in that second trial, but I, the things I saw in that first trial with their younger guys coming through, I, th- I do think they're... Look, are they going to make the eight? I don't think so. But I do think they're going to go a lot better than people thought. I think before the trials, I was honestly worried that they might win the spoon. After the trials, I'm like, I, I would be shocked if they won the spoon. I, I really think there's a bit of energy there. There's a bit of buzz there. Um, now, the key for me, though, is, is like Sean Johnson obviously needs to have a good game. Even just kicking game. Like, he opened the game against the Storm and, like, he kicked uh, out in the foot. Didn't kick it out. Then he kicked it out in the full. Then he kicked a seven-tackle set. He, he has to sort that out. Like, yeah. these are the fundamentals of rugby league. And in his defence, Rusty, it's his first game back. You're getting your timings right. So that can happen in a trial. But if that happens in this game, I, th- I think the Knights will they'll get there tail up and bloody have a crack. I think the Warriors' right edge will be very important, whoever they go for there. Obviously, this night side, everyone's fit, so you'll have KP, Bradman, Best, Greg, Marcio. We know that they're going to attack down the left edge quite a bit. I think for the first time in a long time, wow. KP has a Jackson Hastings. It's going to put him in good spots. Mm. So, I, personally, I think whoever the Warriors pick, you know, right edge, right centre, mm. if they go for, like, a, one of the younger blokes like um, Valia, I reckon KP will pick it out pretty quickly. All right, so tip for this game. Who we think is winning? Gurit? I'm actually going to take Newcastle. I'm going to back him in. Okay. I'm going to go to the Warriors. Yeah, I'm going to the Warriors. I'm going Warriors. It's just, it means so much to them. If it was, I mean, it sounds like a cop-out, it, but it's honestly, it's similar to, if it was at Knights home ground, I would have gone the Knights. 100% again. I just think the Warriors at home. I'm either going to be an hour early next week or not here. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you might be a bloody genius next week though. Oh, Jeez. So. You might be one of the, you might be one of the great games from the Guru. Okay. Uh, Warriors, what are we looking at this year? Finally home for the entire year. More of a development club with New South Wales Cup and SG Ball team, as in, you know, they'll be connected to them. New coach, Andrew Webster. 
Nia Cora, Bennett, uh, Barnett, Barnett, Metcalf, CNK, uh, Charles Nicol Clostad, Walker, all recruits. Can SJ get back to the form that we know he can play? It's interesting because before the year and seeing the trials, I would have said it all hinges on SJ. It really does all hinge on SJ. After seeing how well Tomate Martin, Tomate Martin and uh, Metcalf went, I know Metcalf's currently injured. Yep. Uh, there's a world where the Warriors play good even if SJ doesn't fire, which is great news for the Warriors. Now, there's a world where if SJ does fire, I can see them actually challenging the eight. Not making it, mm. but I can see them hovering around that like nine, ten mark, making it real tough for opponents. Uh, but it's all really dependent on like, you know, if he, if he uh, fires. What I can say is I will be very shocked if they win the wooden spoon. Like I don't, I think that they, after watching the trials, after seeing certain things being implement, implemented, after seeing how good their defense was during the storm when they were against the storm, when they were dropping all that ball, it was torture to watch in that first half. Um, I, I think that they'll probably land around the it's not, not not really a bracket bracket but it's probably around the 10 to 15 mark 11 to 15 mark i'll probably have him in there yeah i've sort of got them a little bit lower than that i've got them the 13 to 17 sort of mark but i agree with you i don't think they'll be a bottom two side yeah i think they'll, they'll, they will be in that bottom four though unfortunately mate i just want to see i want to see teams worried about going to mount smart yeah I really want to see them build that fortress once again. It should be a pain in the ass to get there, change time zones, you know, go to different conditions over there. It should be a nightmare. And I think this year, for the first time, you know, in a while, I think that they've they've got a forward pack that can make life really hard. And I just think that Adam Fanua Blake, he needs to be front and centre of that. And I, I think that, you know, we've spoken about it a lot over the years. I think he's so slept on as a front rower in this game. And I'd love to see him just become one of the bigger alpha front rowers in this competition, which he's got the ability to do without a doubt. Absolute, yeah. Timmy. Yeah, I've got them in the 13, well, as far as brackets go, I suppose 13 to 17, but I'm with you. I don't think they'll be bottom. I think they'll be more so around that 13 to 14, middle of the bottom eight. Um, they can be big improvers. I just, every time I get excited about the Warriors for years, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they find a way to make you look stupid. And, mm. and it just never pans out the way, the way we want it to with the Warriors. Even when we see these lights of, of brilliance and... Um, I just want to see resilience from them. Yep. That, that, and that sounds silly because they've had some of the most amazing periods of resilience in the last few years during COVID when they've been away from, from New Zealand and, and friends and family. Um, they've had obviously genuine excuses for a few years now. Yeah. I just want to see like when games get tough and their backs against the wall, I want to see them get up and, and turn those results around and keep those gaps narrowed and not have blowout losses against a gun side in the NRL. Um, and mate, there's no reason why they can't do that. So I, I think Guru said, just you, you want them to be feared to play like they have been when they've been their best in the years past. And with that forward pack, I think they've got the cattle to do it. So mm. um, yeah, um, I think it's a real like foundation year. Like I want to see if like I don't expect you know to change the world in in a in a year. I just want to see a foundation being laid for the future. <laughs> where where we at the end of the year we're sitting here going. You know what? Recruit one or two players, and they might be in the eight. That's that's the kind of foundation I want to be seeing later. Also, I want to see, I want to see Warriors football. Yeah. Like I want to watch them play rugby league and go. That's their identity. Like, and what is their identity usually? 
explosive through the middle, hard to tackle, a lot of tackle breaks, offloads. Now, you have to keep the structure. You don't want to make much errors, for sure. But what I loved in that first trial, they were so aggressive through the middle of that young crop that were playing in that Warriors game. Like, they were hyper-aggressive, and I loved it. Like, I loved it. And it's, I do think they're headed towards that. When you sign guys like Barnett, you're sending a message of, like, we want to be hyper-aggressive here. And so that's what I hope. At the end of the year, we're sitting here going, look, finished around the 12th, 13th, 14th mark, but there's a foundation there. They made, they didn't, weren't pushovers. And if they just recruit one or two more key players, maybe it's a, you know, maybe SJ is moving on and, and the young guys are coming through that, uh, you know, uh, can develop into gun first graders, or maybe they go into the market, grab a center, grab a winger, I'm not sure. But what's good is that now they're at home, if there is one thing that the Warriors have always been able to do, it's develop crazy outside backs where they're like showstoppers, where you're going, holy crap. Um, so that's what my hope for them this year. Maddie, where do you see him finishing? Yeah, I'm not the only one I know. I'm sure, I am know everyone here as well. Like, I really hope the Warriors go good, especially because the last few years. But Timmy, what you said about resilience, I think and I hope that the last few years, because that was kind of forced upon them, that resilience has built from those last mm. few years, even though the last few years were shocking for them, you know, on and off the field. Well, not so much, you know, definitely off the field because they had to stay away from home. Hopefully, hopefully they get some resilience from that. I'd love to see it. Unfortunately, though, the teams that didn't make the eight last year, Manly, Brisbane, Doggies, like, they've all improved more than the Warriors had recruitment-wise. Like, the Warriors have had a lot of turnover, but they've lost Reese Walsh, so I don't... Even if they've improved, let's say they've improved, they haven't improved as much as the other teams. So I've still got them sitting somewhere between, say, 12th to 15th. Um, But I still think it could be an improvement of a year, even if their ladder position doesn't improve. Mm. They're a team at the moment I look at, and if they concede a try, I know they're going to be next to concede another try Mm. as well. And I think they just need to change that. You, Mm. You want, like... You want teams leaving New Zealand after playing them, getting on the plane with ice packs all fucking over them. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the team they should be. When they were strong, that's what it was like. You're going, oh my God, like Francis Millie's flying in from the wing, bloody killing <laughs> blokes. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I agree with you. I think we've landed around the same spot, around the 11 to 15, 12 to 15 kind of area. Um, but I agree with your sentiment, Matty. Like, if they don't improve on the ladder, I can understand it because of Tigers and Bulldogs that may improve. But you want to still say we're better than we were last year. Uh, now, on to the Knights. Uh, look, I think we've spoken quite a bit about the Knights in regards to all of their things. But brand new spine, Ponga at six all year. Will they get the best out of Dom Young? Can best stay on the field? Saifidis didn't play the World Cup to focus on the Knights. Look, the Knights, it really all just depends on their spine. Uh, well, you know what? It does, for sure. But also, I want to see some grunt in their forward pack. I just want to see them... Heaps of energy, super aggressive, line speed. I do. I just felt like watching the last couple of years, like they just didn't seem to have a lot of that energy. Like Tyson Brazel would have energy on the edge there when he's running the ball. But just that crazy line speed that we saw from the top tier teams where they were just like, you're sitting there going, how are they going to keep this line speed up all game? I just never really saw that from the Knights where I was almost shocked at the line speed. But all the best clubs, Roosters, Penrith, and yeah, are they on the edge of being offside for sure. But it's like, do it two nights. Like, be on the edge of being offside. So I just want to see a, high, a super aggressive forward pack. I want to see the backs in defense um, shore everything up. And obviously, I want to see their spine click, which it sounds stupid. It's like the whole team. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's 
what I'm looking for at the Knights. And, you know, you could say it about every team if you wanted <laughs> to, but I think Newcastle, similar to the Warriors, like going to New Zealand should be a pain in the ass. Going to Newcastle, knowing whether it's 30 degrees or it's pissing with rain, there's going to be 30,000 there cheering on the Newcastle Knights. That should be a pain in the ass game as well. At the end mm. of the day, you go in there to play Newcastle. They've got two state of origin front rollers. There's no excuse for them not to be belting and bashing you every single week. Yeah. I think that's all we need to see from Newcastle. And like when you've got guys like Greg Marzu and Bradman Best coming out of your end, like you should be going, oh, every set far out. Like the, another the quick Best state. 17 is very good, I it's, think. I agreed. Yeah. It's a top eight challenging. Their best 17 playing the best they can play is a top eight challenging side. Uh, and that's what I, I just want to see them be the best they can be and be top eight. Timmy, what do you reckon, mate? Basically reiterating what you said, Kempi, I just want to see energy from them and mm. excitement and, and like a look at, I know it's very easy when you never lose a game of footy, but Penrith and they score tries and they're all over each other and they love it. Now, I'm not saying they necessarily need the, the arrogance uh, in their game, but last year, some of the sides they were throwing out at times in their forward pack and they just could not get off the canvas. As you said, line speed was terrible. Mm. There was no grunt in their runs and you're like, they weren't running in pairs. All the, the, the simple parts of the game... There was none of it. I'm like, I just want to see them being on the same page, being a united club and, and putting out what we know this squad is capable of. Because as you said, it is a squad that should absolutely compete for a top eight spot. Mm. That left edge that the Guru read out before, it has the potential to be one of the best edges in the NRL. Literally. So I just, yeah, I want to see a united front in the mm. Hunter, mate. Yeah, it's hopefully Adam Elliott brings that grunt through the middle and that energy and like come with me mate like get the boys all g'd up uh it's yeah maddie what about yourself going off what you said but kind of flipping it yes they have a great 13 17 but a few injuries and i'm um, that's when i'm getting a little concerned like their depth isn't fantastic so that's why i have them not challenging for the finals this year unfortunately even though you're right if in a in a perfect world they can keep that side out running for the whole year, they could they could definitely challenge for the finals. But yeah, I think a few injuries, they'll be in a bit of trouble. Yeah, actually, you know, when I say that they should be the eight, like I I definitely believe that on paper, but I actually have them twelve to seventeen. Yeah, so do I at the moment. I think I think they 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 could be the big swing side in the bottom eight. If it if it all goes to shit, they could finish bottom two. But I think it all goes well, they they could be eight, nine, ten. Around that mark, I think that as you said, Maddie, a few injuries. If either of the halves go down, KP or Hastings, yeah, I think you put the red sharpie through Oof. straight away. I, I actually, obviously, KP is the better player, but I don't know which one they'd miss more. Yeah, yeah, it's um, they get if they get injuries, like it is, it's a tough, tough day, tough day. So I, yeah, I have them around the twelve to 16, 12 to seventeen mark, Timmy. Yeah, I think quite similar to the Warriors mm. uh, around that probably thirteen to fifteen spot. I, I look, I've got. The Dolphins and Dragons locked in as my bottom two, mm. so I'm not putting anyone below that. But I, I think that sort of yeah, 13 to 15 barrier. Uh, really hope I'm wrong about that. I hope the Knights kill it and, and finish top eight. But you know, it's interesting. And I know you're not comparing the rosters, but like when you say I put them in the same category of the Warriors, the Warriors are a fresh start. Mm. The Knights are supposed to be at their peak. They shouldn't be comparative. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they've got a new coach. They cleaned out five or six play like. Heaps of players the Warriors did. It's 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 the beginning of something. Whereas the the Knights, they should really be at the end, like sitting at the, the like they've got Caelan Ponga coming into his superstar years. Uh, Bradman Best should be beginning to explode. Dan Gagai is a veteran, so like you know he should be 
delivering that kind of veteran stuff. Saifidi brothers should be heading into their be- his best year. Like they both played Origin now. Um, if they don't get up this season, Campier, and they do finish bottom four, you just go, where to from here? Because it needs an entire clean-up. Exactly. horribly wrong. Exactly. If, if, it, if it happens again, you look, there are some people going to say, look, you know, maybe it was the coach and we'll get a new coach in and that'll change everything. And that's a real possibility. But there has to be some real deep looks into the whole system. The, the, the Newcastle area and the surrounding areas has developed arguably some of the greatest talent. Not arguably, like Latrell. We, we go through it ad nauseum. Some of the greatest talent we've seen. And, and if they're struggling still after all the resources, the, the incredible fan base, big, big questions need to be asked. Um. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. But I think that if everything clicks together and everything goes well and Kalen Ponga becomes – well, he's already a superstar. He's incredible. But if he plays the way we know he can play, they all of a sudden go to, as you said, huge swing side, huge swing side where you go, oh, my God, they are genuinely fighting for the eight. If we can get Origin KP for oh. 70% of this season. Fighting for the eight. Yeah, 100%. That's how good he is. Yeah. That's how good he is. Uh, Timmy? Uh, Matty, sorry? Yeah, I'm pretty much... I mean, you might as well have said Timmy because I literally, word for word, are almost the same. Like, I've got dragons and dolphins down there and then I've got knights anywhere between 13 and 15, same as the warriors. Like, pretty much exact same. Mm. Okay. Um, now, before the next little... Uh, don't forget, guys, we will be at Armadale, 6 p.m. this Friday, the Grand Hotel. It's going to be a great, great night. We're all driving up. Six-hour drive. Ooh, the Gary Jackson will be hurting. Gary Jack is going to be absolutely stinging. Matt, Matty's actually driving me. I'm going to have just a case of blood. Oh, I get an mate. esky on my lap. I'm just going to oh, chew honestly. through them while he does the hard. <laughs> Rock up, absolutely blind. <laughs> um, now, some shout-outs. Uh, Prohibition Bottle Shop in ACT. Do you know that one, Timmy? You're neck of the woods or what? Prohibition. Um, they probably kicked d- you out a few times. I don't know if I've been to that one, mate. Uh, pop in, say day to Paul and Michelle at either their Curtain or Kingston shop. So Prohibition Bottle Shop. Uh, Curtin or Kingston Shops. That's Paul and Michelle. Go say hi. Aussie World Pub in Sunny Coast. Todd and Tracy have always got Bloke Lager and Midi Icy Cold. Aussie World's been with us for a while now. Absolutely love them. Thank you so much. Eagle Tavern, Eagleby, Bean Lee, two of the biggest Raiders supporters in Queensland. Ben and Clint, your mates. The biggest, they reckon they're the biggest ones in Queensland. When we head into Queensland, will they become the, the third and fourth or what? Um, Liquor Legends Canberra. I mean, we're doing a lot of Canberra here. What's going on here? Uh, Liquor Legends Canberra, Hawker drive through Jump online to order your bloke beers at liquorlegends.com.au for same-day delivery in Canberra and the Queen Bean area. That's right, guys. On liquorlegends.com.au in Canberra, if you order it in Canberra and Queen Bean area, you get it same day. Liquorlegends.com.au and Hawker's drive through Hotel Illawong, Evans Head, kicking off the season Friday 3rd of March with a rooftop bloke party. Come have a drink with Broncos, Queensland origin and Australian star Jarrell Yayi. That is at Hotel Illawong, 
this Friday, 3rd of March, Jarao Yao Yi. There'll be a bloke party. Head down there and uh, have a few beers with the great Jarral Yao Yi. Evans Head, one of the great towns. Really? Yeah. Uh, North New South Wales. I used to go there as a kid at the caravan park. I remember we used to play cricket and a couple of caravans down was uh, Adam Gilchrist. Mm. Used to always wait for him to come out and <laughs> absolutely tonk you all over the park. Oh, mate. Tonky's cherries, eh? Um... <laughs>